0: Welcome to Generations for Christ podcast. My name is Pastor Groom. I'm so glad that you chose to listen to today's message. The title is The Good Shepherd. And it was such a blessing for us. And I hope and pray that it will be for you as well. I just want to encourage you to stay until the end and hear the whole message. God bless you. Hi, everyone. How's it going? It's good to see you guys. I wasn't here last week. um, And... uh, I miss being in Winnipeg, but guess what? The only thing I didn't miss this weather, Jesus, I'm telling you, it's warm out there. So it was minus 28 when I left Winnipeg, and I went to Ottawa. It's not even supposed to be a warm place, and it was plus six. It was plus six, guys. <laughs> Imagine the shock to my system. Uh, anyways, they were complaining because a few days later, it was like, Minus 5, or 6, 7, and I was like, Lord, have mercy, take me home. Um, but uh, this too shall pass. <laughs> Amen. This too shall pass. I know it's been hard. So welcome to Generations for Christ Church. And uh, I'm excited to share the Word of God with you guys. And um, we're going to go into John chapter 10, if you have your Bibles. And if you, if you can go to John chapter 10, um, we're going to talk about uh, one of the lessons jesus gave to the people and this lesson uh, was so profound for our faith um but it was also very de- divisive divisive how do you say that dividing it was it was very divisive all right it was um that uh, that uh, the people that heard it were to the extremes and people thought he was crazy people even left him saying like what is he talking about why why do we listen to this guy because he thought his thoughts and ideas what he was communicating with them was uh, out there Uh, john chapter 1 we're gonna look uh, we're gonna look at uh, uh, about 18 i'm sorry 20 verses the first 20 verses but we're gonna divide into three groups and uh, we're gonna read them uh, by batch verse 10 verse 1 very truly I tell you Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep and by the gates, but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listens to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and lists them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his name but they will never follow a stranger in fact they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice jesus used this figure of speech but the pharisees did not understand what he was telling them father speaks to us through your word let your word be revealed in such a way that it will penetrate our hearts transform our minds And release us from whatever captivity that our mind and spirit and soul has been bound to. Let the power of your word truly penetrate between soul and spirit. And bone and bone marrow. And make divisions in our lives. Give us clarity and give me the authority and the wisdom to communicate your word effectively. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So um, a lot of time people uh, read this This. Idea of good shepherd, the story, and they make it all about the sheep, especially when we talk about my sheep, hear my voice, they will follow me, things like that. Uh, Preachers, even we, when we read these verses, we make this uh, the center of the story, the us, the sheep. Oh yeah, if you are the sheep, you need to hear his voice. Uh, If you if you are a sheep, you need to follow him. It becomes about us, about us. But the way Jesus told it wasn't about the story of the sheep. It was the story of the shepherd. Amen. It was the ability the shepherd has to attract and keep his sheep. It was the story of the quality the shepherd has in that time and era and how he deals with his sheep. Now, this, especially the first part we just read, was spoken to the Pharisees. It was told to the Pharisees. These are the religious leaders uh, of the time whose ideas and views are different from what Jesus was talking about. In fact, their idea and thoughts were the predominant ideas of that era because they were the teachers of the law. That's how they were known. They were the teachers of the law. So the way they explained the word of God was was the norm of the land in that time. Here Jesus showed up and his ideas and thoughts and preachings were very provocative. Today I'm losing my words, guys like you know they they were triggering people because his thoughts and words and lessons were very different from the norm so here he specifically speaks to them and he says um, anyone who does not enter the sheep hen by the gate but climbs by some other way is a thief and a robber so his first lesson was uh, the true shepherd uses the gate and those time and era, the way they will build the, the, the sheep, uh, uh, the, the, the sheep pens were, they will build high walls around it, and they will have one door. They're usually not, usually almost always have one door. There is no second, third door. It's just one door. And then all the ships go out that way. All the sheep will come out this way. And the way it's built, it protects them from wolves, from other things. Also, it protects them from jumping out and leaving the pen. So, the way it was designed was right. So, he said, Anyone who comes any other way, trying to enter the gate w- without using the gate, he said, is not the true shepherd. The second thing he mentions is the sheep, they listen to his voice. See, the sheep, they listen to my voice. And I called them up by name and lead them out. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Here, of course, listening to the sheep's voice. Is a matter of uh, familiarity they were so familiar with the with the, sh- the shepherd to the point that they could hear him and when they hear him they will hear his voice they will know his voice they will know his voice so it's not an instinct it's training who trains these people these sheep to hear the, the shepherd's voice help me out who trains them who trains them the shepherd it's not the sheep who train themselves to hear the voice of the shepherd. All they had to do is be trained because the shepherd's responsibility and job to make sure those sheep hear his voice. Not only they will hear his voice, he will also call them each sheep by their own name. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I as a as a person of um, Ethiopian descendants of African I hate it when people give human names to animals and start naming them. Like to just call them cats. Like to just call them dogs. Like, you know, but he not only he names them, each one of them, he knows each one of them by their own name. Not only that, he knows them by name and he calls them out. So he says, David, no, that's not the name of the sheep. Stay with me. David come out. It will be David that's coming out. Now, Mary, it's your turn. Mary will come out. He calls each one of them by their name to take them out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the idea of a shepherd is a herd mentality. That's how we think. Oh, the sheep just herds everybody together. It's just, it's not personal. It's not personal. It's just the shepherd is one. But the sheep, they just one. he just guides them all together. No, it was personal to the true shepherd. The true shepherd knows us all by our, our names. Amen. And he would not just say, everybody get out. He said, you, specifically by your name, Nati, you come out. And then the way he lists them, it's not just about, like, you know, it's not just call you and go. No, no. He calls them out. That's why it says, and they will follow him. He goes ahead of them and they will follow him. So he'll be like, hey, Akidan. Hey, me too. He calls them out and he walks and they will follow him. And he will lead them. Amen? Amen? True shepherd. True shepherd. The idea of a shepherd going in front of the sheep is an idea of true protector. Wherever they're going to go through, he will taste it first. He will taste the danger. He will taste the train. He will tra- taste why they should go. He will look at where they need to eat. He will look at where they need to spend their next uh, week or the next day. He will just go ahead and he will investigate and they will follow him. And there's something beautiful that it says here they do not follow strangers they do not follow strangers in fact they will run away from them may god help us amen may god help us amen so this is a partnership now i'm not putting this on you i'm not putting on you hey do not follow strangers i'm not telling you hey it's, it's actually a word with promise it says the shepherd will be so close to the sheep that they will know his voice that they will discern his voice And when they hear something that doesn't align with the voice of their shepherd, they will run away. We have this video that we want to show you. Some of you guys probably have a chance uh, to watch it before. But this is literally a Middle Eastern shepherd and uh, how he interacts with the sheep and how they listen to his voice and how they discern his voice. Let's play it. as you can see in this video um, when he started making the noise um, you can't even see the sheep out there and they c- clearly most probably can't even see him but all you hear is they can hear his voice the woman they hear, hear the, the, his voice from wherever they are they will start gathering they will start coming now these are the sheep that are already have a relationship with them? the shepherd these are the sheep that have already made it into the pen, into the gathering. So they have established a relationship with the sheep. So when we talk about true shepherd, you can come back to me now. True shepherd, this is the relationship that we have with God. It don't matter how far we are. It don't matter sometimes how how we feel like we were far from God, we we're far from church, we we're far from the community, like we're all doing our own thing. We can't even see him anymore. But... We hear his voice. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But we hear his voice. And when we hear his voice, we recognize his voice. And when we hear and when we recognize his voice, we respond to that voice. We can't help it, but we follow that noise. We follow that voice. This is the promise Jesus gave us as a true shepherd. He said, this is what happens. This is what happens. I remember one time a lady giving me, telling me a story her own story testimony she she lived in the church for many years but she left the church long time ago years probably close to 15 years she's never been to church she was doing her own thing and then one day she said um she was in a club literally in the club just clubbing and partying and she said she felt like she heard god's voice and and the voice she heard was speaking to her hey I am the Holy Spirit. I'm here. And she said, I used to speak in tongues. This is how weird this story is. She said, I used to speak in tongues. So she said, do I, can I still do it? Is he still here? And, and ridiculously, she felt the spirit. She felt his voice. She said, she left the party. She called somebody she knew and she went back to church. 15 years away no church nothing shutting down she was hurt she was mad she doesn't want to have anything to do with the lord and then she heard his voice that's what jesus is talking about when he said my sheep, they hear my voice they hear me and they're drawn to me let's go back verse 14 we are on john chapter 10 we are on verse 14 now No, no, verse 7, sorry, verse 7. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate of the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate, he says. Excuse me, whoever enters through me, whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. Verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Jesus continues to talk about the second part of uh, the example that he was giving. So when he understood the Pharisees were confused, they did not understand what he was talking about. He starts speaking even more plainly. He said, not only I am the true shepherd, he said, I am the gate." Now this is the second different aspect of the example he's giving them. I am the gate. And whoever comes through me is only a true shepherd. But whoever does not come through me is not a true shepherd. And then he says, who, is not, who does not come through me is a thief. And he says, and the thief comes to steal, rob, and kill. Now, here he's not talking about Satan. We usually use these verses to say, oh, the thief comes to steal, rob, and kill. He is the devil. No, he's not the devil in this, in this context. He's talking about teachers he's talking about people who preach Jesus who talks about the gospel so he's saying any gospel that does not come through me that doesn't make me the center that does not pinpoint that doesn't come through me is not true gospel it's not true from God that's what he's saying so the center of our faith the center of our relationship with God established because we went through Jesus Christ amen amen Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So in this example, he says, I am the door that you go through. I am the door that the ships go through. I am the door that if anyone wants to minister, or anyone wants to reach out to my ships has to go through. It has to be about me. They have to go through me. And uh, and he even associates of being saved Uh, The context here is being safe, being safe. Verse verse 9, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be, say saved, but will be safe. Will be safe from whatever danger is out there. Now, but there is a danger out there and the danger out there is the wolf. Now that's Satan. Now That's the enemy. Now that's the enemy that comes to kill the sheep. And when he comes, he says, the true shepherd will not abandon the sheep. He says, I will not abandon you. I will fight with you. I will not let the enemy take you away from me. I will fight for you. But if one will choose, not the true shepherd, he's talking about false teachers. He said, they will run away because they're hired. They don't have sense of ownership of the sheep. But you belong to me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hello. So he said, you belong to me because you belong to me. I'm not going to let you be taken away from me. Do you guys remember the story of David in the Old Testament? The Bible says when the, uh, when, when the bear, when the lion came to take, he said, when they came to take one of my goats or one of my sheep, he said, I will fight with them. That's how he got trained. He said, I'm not going to let this animal take my animal. I'm going to fight until the end. Jesus is saying the same thing. I am the true shepherd and I will fight for you and I fought for you and I will continue to fight for you. The reason for our being here and if you are going to be in the house of the Lord forever has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the shepherd that me and you have. Amen. Amen. Does that give you confidence? Does that give you confidence? Because the true shepherd not only will save you. Say the true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. Not only he will fight, he will die before he lets you die. And didn't Jesus do that? He died instead of us. He died for us. When the true enemy, death and sin came to us, Jesus like, no, I'm going to take their sin. I'm going to take their death and I'm going to give them life. Now, what kind of life did he decide to give us? Verse 10. I have come, Jesus said, I have come, that they may have life and have it to the full. Can you repeat that with me? To have life and have it to the full. Come on, let's repeat it again. To have life and have it to the full. The, the Hebrew word for here, the Greek word for here is Zoe. The Zoe, the life the word for life here is Zoe. Wholesome life full joyful fulfilled life it's not just survival he said i came not so you can survive he said i came so you can thrive i came for us to have life and life to the full just to have full life mentally emotionally spiritually physically in every aspect of for us to be alive jesus came for us to have a zoe life full life Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I told you guys a few weeks ago, it angers me sometimes when I see me or other believers live a life that Jesus did not die for. When we live a life that's not as fully as Jesus paid the price for. I know Jesus is fighting for us. I know Jesus is saying, No, 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 this is not what I died for. I have more for you. I can impact you even more. I can... Give you more joy, more peace, more love. And it is available because that's what he died for. We got we to gotta enjoy it. We got to take it because it's not just about survival. It's about, it's about living this life to the fullest. Let's go to the third aspect of this um, example he gave. Verse 14. Let's go to verse 14. Now he says, I am the good shepherd. That's my message for today. He said, I am the good shepherd. Taught about the kind of shepherds out there. Taught about the hired ones, the true ones. And he said, but I am, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, he said. I know my sheep. And my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus said, I have other sheep that are not of the sheep hand. I must bring them also. Remember in the video we watched, these are the ones that are already in the pen. And he said, there's other ships that I have that haven't made it to the pen yet. He said, I will bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again this command i received from my father now verse 19 the jews who heard these words were again divided many of them said he's demon, demon possessed and raving mad why listen to him why listen to this crazy talk because he said i am the good shepherd be with me for a minute he's saying as a good shepherd As a very good shepherd, as a shepherd that have ownership of the sheep, he said, I know them. Not only he knows our name, he says, I know them. And the way he describes the way he knows us is, he said, as the father knows me, as I know the father, just in that kind of intimate and personal and closeness I have with the father, he said, I know them. I know them. Do you know that God knows you more than anybody else? I'm not talking about oh God knows everything. I'm not talking about God is omniscience. He knows everything about everything. I'm not talking about God's ability of knowing everything. I'm talking about intimacy. I'm talking about He knows you personally. He knows your weakness. He knows your strength. He knows how you process things. He knows how you deal with the situation. He knows us more than anything because He says I know them just like the father knows me, just like I know the father. This knowledge between the father and the son is not a question of omniscience, of knowledge. It's about a question of intimacy and closeness. And he's saying, just like I am very close to my father and I know my God, I I know my father and my father is close to me and he knows me just like that. He said, I know my sheep. I know my sheep." But that's not the only thing he says. He also says, my sheep, they also know me. There's intimacy between me and my sheep. We are of this closeness. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, there is a right to closeness, but there's the practice of being close. So what Jesus is talking about here is he's saying, I have, they have full access to be intimate with me. They have this relationship. It's like being in marriage. When you're in marriage, yeah, the wife has full access to know you. And the husband has full access to know the wife. But it is access. It needs to be taken. So we have that kind of access to the Father, to Jesus, that he knows us. And that we know him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But he, he again says, hey, I also have people out there. I also have sheep out there. He said, I must go and bring them as well. See, it's not just about this clique. It's not just about this group. It's not just about us. Jesus' intimacy and desire and love is not just for us. He says, I also have other, uh, other sheep that I know by name. And I want them to know me. And I'm going to go and I'm going to bring them. And then when I bring them, what did he say? They will become, they will become one flock. They will become one flock. That's what I believe. Those cheer, these chairs are going to be filled. And when these chairs are filled, we are going to be one flock. It's not the old and the new. It's not the black and the white. It's not the born in Canada and born outside Canada. It's not about these reasons to be divided over. It's going to be about being under one shepherd, being one flock. Because the owner, the shepherd is the one that's going out and bringing people into his pen amen 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 and then he talks about why he gives you life he said i give my life not because i have to he said i have every authority to die and not to die just think about this intimacy between the father and the son when i was reading this i was like you know jesus you actually could have just said no remember when he asked the father father if this is your will take this cup out from me, say, I don't want to die. I don't want to go through this. He has the authority just to say, oh, nope, I changed my mind. I'm not dying. But he said, no, I have the authority to lay it down. Nobody's taking it away from me. The Father is not forcing me to die. Nobody said, I am willingly laying down my life. Why? Because I am the true shepherd. I'm sorry, I'm the good shepherd. Because the good shepherd lies down his life for his sheep. For you, I am willingly taking it down. But he also says, I'm taking it down because I also know I can pick it up again. I know I will resurrect. So what am I saying today to, um, to us that are gathered in this building and to those of you guys who are watching this or hearing it on the podcast? What we're saying is, Jesus with confidence said, I am the good shepherd. He laid down for us what kind of other shepherds there are. But he said, I am a true shepherd. And he said, I am the gate. And he said, I am the good shepherd. Through me, there is salvation. And I lay down my life to those I love. Not only you that are people that are in my house. He said, I'm looking for the people that are out there that I'm trying to bring into my family. He said, I am a good shepherd. Amen. The message to you and to me is, do you have a sense sometimes like you are, you are on your own? Whatever you're going through, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to rescue you. And you are your own thing. Like I, I, if I don't deal with this, me and me, me. Jesus is saying to us, no, you belong to me. In fact, I've been going ahead of you. Whatever travel you have facing, he said, as a true shepherd, I have gone ahead of you. and and experience that you are not alone as a true shepherd what he's saying to us is he's assuring us he's giving us confidence this life is not just about what you have to do your responsibility your consequence your life no that's not it he said no this life is about me as your shepherd what I do for you the life that I've given you the life that is to the fullest it's about what I'm going to do for you you're not alone I'm with you And I'm giving you life. That's what he sent to us as a true shepherd, as a good shepherd. Let's stand up and pray together. Hallelujah. I hope that message was a blessing to you as much as it was for us. May the good shepherd be with you. God bless.